Parshas Vayishlach, Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim Lefanov, and Yaakov sent Malachim messengers in front of him to Esav. It's often the case that we learn a parsha, and we don't have in mind to connect it to the end of the previous parsha. The Baal Haturim, in his Perish Al-Hatorah, frequently states the connection of the end of one parsha to the beginning of the next. When it says here, Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim Lefanev, Rashi says, Malachim Mamish. Who were the messengers that Yaakov sent? They were angels, true angels, Malachim Mamish, not human messengers. Where does Rashi know this from? And in particular, there's another opinion in the Midrash that Rashi quotes, which says that they were Shuluche Basar Vadam. These messengers were people. But Rashi quotes only the second opinion of the Chachamim, the Rabbanan, that they were Malachim Amish. Well, the Meforshim point to the last Psukim of the previous week's Parsha, Vayetze, where it says, and a lot of people say this right after saying Tefillah Saderech, V'yakov halach ledarko, v'yifka uvo malachei elokim. And Yaakov went on his way, and angels of Hashem met him. So it is from these very same angels, malachim, that Yaakov sent to Esav. And it continues there, v'yomer Yaakov kasher ra'am, Yaakov said when he saw them, machanei elokim zeh, this is a camp of elokim, and he called the name of that place Machanoim. The Balaturim says here, connecting the end of Vayetze to the beginning of Vayishlach, what's Machanoim? It's a Rashi Tevos. Mem, Ches, Nun, Yud, Mem, Sophis. Machanoim, Notrikun. It's an abbreviation for Meosan Chayolim Natal Yaakov Malachim. From those legions, that came to meet him. Yaakov took Malachim, and it's from those Malachim that he sent to Esav. The connection of Vayetze to Vayishlach, and that seemingly is why Rashi goes with Malachim Mamish. But when these Malachim at the end of Vayetze come to visit Yaakov to greet him, before Shemsei, they're Malachim of Chutzlor, I'm sorry, of Eretz Yisroel who came to greet Yaakov Avinu as he is entering Eretz Yisrael. And the Chutz Laaretz, the outside of Eretz Yisrael Malachim, leave, and the Eretz Yisrael Malachim come to greet him. That's what Rashi says. But there's more to it. The Midrash says, in the end of Vayetze, that the Malachim came to greet Yaakov dancing and celebrating. They were dancing and circle dancing in front of Yaakov as he came into the land of Eretz Yisrael. And the Eitz Yosef says in his parish on the Midrash Rabbah, that they greeted Yaakov's countenance with great phenomenal joy, with a satiated presence. Of joy, to go into the land of Eretz Yisrael. When Yaakov was getting close to enter the Holy Land, Eretz Yisrael, Samchu Hamalachim Panav.
the Malachim were rejoicing and they came to greet him. What a beautiful Midrash. It wasn't just that they came forward to greet him, but they were celebrating with Yaakov Avinu's entrance into the land of Eretz Yisrael. Cholim umeraktim. Now the Midrash also says that from these two camps that were with Yaakov Avinu, that they, he took me'elu umeelu, the sholach pruzbin lefanov, from this group and from that group, and he sent messengers to Esav. So I have a question on this. If we're going with the pshat that the two groups are Malachim of Chutzla Oretz and Malachim of Eretz Yisroel, Malachim from outside of Israel and Malachim from inside of Israel, why did Yaakov have to send from each group to Esav? Why was it necessary for the Midrash to point that out? And it seems to me that one of the reasons Yaakov is sending Malachim to Esav is to strike fear in Esav's heart. He's letting him know these Malachim come from him. There are different ways to understand that, but that's one way. Why from both groups? Well, Esav has the ability to extend his violent arm, God forbid, against Kla Yisrael in Chutz Oretz and also in Eretz Yisrael. Edom sometimes disturbs and attacks the Jews even in the land of Israel. We had the Crusades and many, many other events where our enemies came into the land of Eretz Yisrael to destroy Churban Bayesheni is Rome, Edom, advancing into the Holy Land. So Esav attacks us in both places. We have to have Malachim to protect us in the context of the Jewish people and Esav in Chutzla Oretz, and in the context of the Jewish people and Esav in Eretz Yisrael. We need both. The Rechaim HaKadr says in the beginning of this week's Parsha that Esav Achiv Artsa Seyer Sedei Edom represents three relationships of the Jewish people to Esav. One is when they are actually Ba'achva, when there's a brotherly relationship between them. The Rechaim HaKadr says this was prior to Churban Habayis, before the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. The second is when Esav is actually over Yaakov and has authority over the Jewish people. That's from the time, has power over the Jewish people. That's from the time of the Churban Habayis until the days we hope for, Meshach Sidkenu Bimherabiyamenu. And then thirdly, when Kla Yisrael rules over Esav, Va'alu Moshiim Bahar Tzion, Lishpotis Har Esav, that's Bimos HaMashiach. So we have different relationships with Esav. And all of them have to be considered when we fight and we prepare ourselves to fight or when we have to show honor to Esav and appease him as Yaakov was preparing to do all of those things. There are many descendants of Esav who are trying now to get their hands into Eretz Yisrael to influence what's happening there. And we have to use great chachma when it comes to the descendants of Edom as to how we deal with them with might, with pacification, with davening.
tefillah, daron, nochama. And there are many situations where Esav tries to seize the Jewish people in Chutzla'aretz, which is the last churban, sorry, the last golus that we're in right now, golus Edom. Yaakov sends malachim from both camps. We have to know how to deal with Esav, no matter what the context is. And Bezras Hashem, may we see that third and final relationship where Yaakov is sholate over Esav, the most Mashiach Sirkenu, the Mehrabi Amenu.